Paper Room, what's up, everybody? We are back. 33. Episode 33. Can you believe it? And at today our, is November 1st. Uh, oh, it is November 1st. Two more months of the year. Oh, my gosh. Man. Uh, at our uh, little pre-show conversation, uh, when I referenced episode 33, uh, my reference was Tim Riggins. Some of you guys have seen Friday Night Lights. Uh, Pastor Nick had a uh, more spiritual reference. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. How about it? And so, my bad. Uh, but... Uh, welcome back. Uh, excited for today. Yeah. Uh, our just normal paper room crew here. Uh, myself, Danny, Pastor Nick, and Isha McGetta, mm-hmm. as I like to say. Uh, Isha <laughs> McGee. Uh, excited for today. Here's what we're going to do to start off the podcast, uh, and then we're going to get into the content of today's episode. But uh, we are going to uh, rank, properly rank, not blind ranking, if you guys have seen this. Blind ranking is more focused on like what you think, just in general. Okay. Uh, we got a lot of feedback on the Travis Kelsey uh, Taylor Swift thing. I know, Swift man. Thing. People mm-hmm. love that girl. Um, and some people are like, like, why did you vote John Mayer? He's a terrible person. And I'm like, oh, man, I just I like his music. Like, I don't know him. Uh, I don't know any of those guys. Like <laughs> All I've got to say, I told somebody the other day, and I'm not judging nobody, but I'm just saying, if you had... 12 relationships and you're oh, yeah. a common denominator in all the relationships. Mm-hmm. I learned that in math, common denominator. Yeah, you got to stop writing. I don't remember which part. You got to stop writing about yeah. the jerks that the guys but are. But that's how and you also sell albums, so I, I get it. But you know what would be Life a great album? Has she wrote an album called Mirrors? Does mm. she need to turn the mirror oh. on herself? Shoot. I thought I thought you were going to say, you know what would be a great album? Comments. What was that? Uh, marriage. <laughs> Ooh! I, th- I thought you were gonna no judgment. That. Yeah, but that was Taylor good. might not be ready yet. We'll no, yeah. that's okay. All right, no more Taylor Swift. Uh, we are going to uh, properly rank. Okay, pick my phone up because I don't know if you saw it. Uh, properly rank um, these Christian influencers on Instagram. Okay, so one through five. Um, I'm terrible at Instagram. Who has the most following? Do you guys want to go from lowest to highest or? Uh, yes. Okay, let's do that. All right, so so. Uh, I'm going to give you a name and you have to place them in what you think their uh, ranking is. And we'll start with uh, like like you, like we're going to put them at five first. All right, let's okay. go. Uh, and we just picked five, you know, Christian influencers, which is kind of a random. There's more than this. But anyway, uh, let's start with Michael Todd. He not the lowest. Oof. But um, is he the highest? He not the highest either. <laughs> but he ain't the lowest. So um, y'all have to decide where you have him, and then try to remember. One through five. Ooh, three. Three. Cool. Yeah. I like it. Safe, safe pick. That is a very safe pick. And I will go with that depending on who Both else. Both y'all pick three. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna have you do like together the same list and uh it might happen that way. All right, uh so Michael Todd, you have him at three. Uh let's go with this next one. Uh let's go Sadie Robertson. Amazing Christian influencer. <laughs> yeah, she but she seen her speak at Passion, sort of. She was there <laughs> she, via she video. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> She's probably like two. Two. She, yeah, because, yeah. you know. She, well, the hard thing is you don't know who's coming next either. So, yeah. I don't know. And it's <laughs> so a lot of ladies. it's kind of like lady, blind ranking. It's a lot so, of one is on. still like the most followers, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She might be one, depending on who it is. So, where do you have her, though? Dang. I'm going to say two. That's two. safe. As we lay out this game, it's kind of a mixture of blind ranking and properly ranking. I yeah, think I like four. Four. Okay. So, you have Mike Todd three, uh, Sadie at four. I so, think you're, she you're got saying more than Mike Todd has more than Mike. Yeah. Okay, cool. More I'm, than Sadie. More than Sadie. Sadie, my bad. Mike has more than Mike. Uh, and you're saying Sadie has more than Mike. Yeah, because you and got you the, have her at two? I got her at two because you got to remember, you know, before she started preaching, she still was on the show. Oh. Selling uh, duck calls. Something like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's go with uh, Joel Osteen. I'm going to put him at, dang, 
one or two. Um, Both those spots are Because I don't know who else is on the list. Hey, that's okay. I think he probably, he don't strike me do as one. the most social media engaging one. person. So I'm going to put mm. him at four. That's a good thought. Yeah, that makes oh. sense. No, you said one already. Can't I, change it. No, right. I was thinking of like my grandma watching him on TV. Like that's all that she would watch is just like the TV, whatever was on TV. But that's true. She didn't have Instagram, which makes so. him like a you know an influencer, so to speak. He's, in that, in oh, that he's media very setting. influential. Like, uh, super but well Instagram is a different world. We're also talking about Instagram. Yeah. So, so mm. you have him at four. Yeah, is that what we said? And then you you put him at one. My head's just yeah. not in the game today. Uh, that's okay. You put I him think I'm. Yeah, I think I'm wrong. Uh, we have what two more? Uh, let's go with Craig Rochelle. Pastor oh, Live Church. Dang, I actually need to change this because I think Dude. they have sixty seven hundred campuses. It's not that many, but they have a lot. I think Two? Yeah. Mike okay. Todd might actually have more followers than him. You Ooh. had Mike Todd at three. And you put uh um, I put Sadie mm. at two. Sadie at two, and then you put um where'd Joe, you put Joel? Joe Osteen at five? At five. So you have one and four open. It got one and four open. So where are you putting uh Craig, Pastor Craig? See, I don't know who you're gonna say next. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it really does matter. I'll put Craig at four. Four. Yeah. Okay. Cause I don't know who you're gonna say next. Like you might say, I don't know who you might you might say the Pope. Chris Dupree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the Pope got mad followers. <laughs> I didn't even think about the Pope. <laughs> Where you have him? Craig Rochelle. I said, yeah, I said oh, two. Oh, two. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. my, 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 my. She might be right. So what do you have left? Five. Five. One. Okay. Next one is Stephen Furtick. Pastor oh, Elevation man. Church. I messed up. Uh, yeah. Man. Well, I have no option. He, he, I got to put him one. Yeah, put him one. All right. So here is the properly ranking okay. of each one. We missed it. Let's go from bottom, from from uh, least amount of followers, which okay. is still so many. Uh, I will say this. All of these people have over a million followers. I figured. Minimum, yeah, right? you figured uh, that. Which is, which is crazy to think. Like, I got 500. That kind of influence. 500 million? No, I got 500. <laughs> Just 500. Uh yeah, it's crazy thing like that they're impacting that many people. Uh, Craig Rochelle is at five. Okay, and I had him at one. No, no, okay, four. Like at two or something like that. Had him remember. at four. See, that's what I remember. I had him at two. Yeah. Uh, he has one million followers exactly okay. right now. Get your weight up, Craig. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> the next one at four out of this list is Pastor Mike Todd, Transformation Church. Okay. So he's at four. Two point okay. one million. Okay, yeah. wow. And that we had him at three. Yeah. So y'all were pretty okay. close with him. Okay. Uh the next one is uh Pastor Stephen Furtick. Oh, oh I had him at one. Three point so eight dang. mil. Sadie's wow. up there. So much. Man. That is. Like he has two point eight more million followers than Craig Rochelle does. Like that's crazy. Uh, so that leaves the top two uh, out of Sadie and Joel. Uh, who do y'all think? I'll let y'all it got those. to be Sadie. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It got to be Sadie. Then yeah. Oh, both of y'all are wrong. Uh, Sadie's <gasps> at two. So what? With five million. Joel okay. is and on the grandma. Wow. From TV okay. watching grandmas to everything else, five point two million. Right. Well, he does have okay. he does have his own XM station. He, yeah. I mean, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. He okay. has a lot. Uh, and so, so y'all may be wondering, like, why are we talking about these Christian influencers? Um, today's topic, we're looking at this theme of godly ambition versus selfish ambition. Mm. Uh, and so right off the bat, what we're not saying is that these people who have a crazy amount of following <laughs> on social media uh, did this out of selfish ambition. Absolutely. Well, we are not saying that one, and want to over-communicate. Yes. We are not saying we have, that. Well, one, we have no idea because we don't know these yeah. people. Or at least, I mean, y'all might have yeah. no idea. Um, and so... 
I'm assuming you don't. Uh, so we don't know their hearts, right? We don't mm. know their internal motivation for what they're doing. Uh, but they have obviously a crazy wide reach uh, of their influence, of their you know their ministry, so to speak, uh, on these social media platforms. And one thing that can happen from like a ministry perspective or a uh, a Christian perspective mm-hmm. is is we want to strive for that kind of influence out of selfish ambition versus godly ambition. Right? Sure. Uh, yeah. So and, it's not about them. It's no. more so yeah, like, talking like, about oh, us. I want that platform. Right, 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 right. I would love to have, you know, great, great way to frame. million followers. Like, that'd be amazing so that, you know, I can do something, you know. I can ask every follower for yeah. 50 cent. Can you imagine that? I know that. Uh, this is like, you said this, it made me think of this. Uh, Gary Chapman, he wrote The uh, the Five Love Languages. Okay. Uh, at a conference, he said, because uh, they do the five love language tests, mm-hmm. right? If you've never done it, highly suggested. Uh, I don't know how many followers he has on Instagram. but uh, It's free, right? It's a free test. And, and he said like, man, like 7 million people have done this test Yeet. or something like that. And he told his like producer like you couldn't charge like fifty cents like, <laughs> like just <laughs> make, a little, make a little dime but anyway um so so the, the goal today is we're gonna talk about this this wrestling of godly ambition versus selfish ambition um and, and really just with the umbrella that everything we want to talk about here in the paper room is for the the hope that we help each other uh, grow in our relationship with Jesus but also just faithfully live out our relationship with God and the culture around us, whether you're pursuing ministry or you're pursuing uh, a secular career, like whatever it is that you're doing, you're living out your faith in Jesus in those avenues. Mm-hmm. Like that's what we want to help you do. Um, and, and part of what we do here with the paper room is we just receive questions that you guys have. So number one, if you have more questions, submit them to us, yes. us on Instagram. Uh, Cause we'd love to talk about the topics and the questions that you are literally wrestling with. Uh, like we just talked about one of who do I pray to uh, that was one of our recent episodes. That is a question that somebody submitted that we loved and we broke mm-hmm. it down. I uh, got some really good feedback on that episode. Um, so this is, was one as well that somebody asked, like, how do I know if what I'm doing is is really like like pursuing God or a godly ambition, a godly motivation versus selfish, where I'm trying to maybe build my own thing? Like mm. maybe somebody, some of you guys listening, mm. you're wrestling with that. Uh, I would assume and guess that some of us have kind of wrestled with that during our uh, ministry uh, kind of upbringing, but... So we're going to talk about this tension of what that looks like, uh, and I'm excited to hear what you guys have to say about this. Sometimes we talk a lot about um, like what we're going to talk about on the podcast. Like we kind of give each other some preview. Today we really didn't. It was just like, all right, let's talk about this. Mm. Uh, so I'm excited for uh, this conversation. And so here's kind of what I want to start off with uh, when it comes to this specific topic. Uh, what would you say, simply with those two terms, is the difference between the two? Like. The difference between godly ambition versus uh, selfish ambition. Like, how would you kind of uh, define those two things? Mm. I think it's tough because we have, you know, like we've we have certain desires. Like we have been given, you know, certain passions, and we have giftings and talents. Um, and the gifts and talents that we have have been given to us by God, right, to use them for His glory, for His kingdom. Um, but then we also have desires that don't seem spiritual. Like we have like talents and gifts that don't seem at all like they could be used for God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, like some people have, you know, like their their callings and purposes to go out into the secular world. And that's what their career is. And um, j- there's just some specific things that don't seem like they're God honoring, but mm-hmm. they can be, you know, yeah. always, of course. Um, so I just think that it's, it can be very confusing. So I'm glad that we're, we're talking about it, but um, I would say the difference um, 
well, one of the differences um, could be, you know, like how we think our name is being, mm. you know, put out there for wow. for recognition, for acknowledgement um, as a recovering people pleaser, you know, always <laughs> trying to please God yeah. and, you know, in that striving to please God and not people. Um, yeah, was it Galatians keeping, mm. keeping yeah. that eye on, you know, like, who am I doing this for? Yeah. is a, a good thing to evaluate. You know, if we're not doing it to please our parents or we, you know, we're not doing it just to please like or make ourselves proud, you know, because mm -hmm. of past mistakes we made and just really, really evaluating like um, what we're doing it for, I think is a good way to, to differentiate. To differentiate. Yeah, and I think that's helpful to understand that, number one, there is a difference. Like yeah. God is not against ambition. Mm -hmm. Um you know can you give us like a, a like example like what do you mean by that well because i mean philippians 2 says right. you know do nothing out of selfish ambition right. which means you can do you can do things out of godly ambition or you can do things that that you know are ambitious mm -hmm. and it not be uh dishonoring the god or devalues people mm -hmm. you yeah. know so i think that's important to frame that because you know um Unfortunately, you know how some people are taught about the Christian faith and how some people receive the fish, the, the Christian faith. I do think it stifles ambition. And the reason why I'm saying that is from personal experience, I think, uh, you know, some of the ways that I was, I, you know, was taught it or received it. And I'm not blaming nobody. This is just stuff I process through because I don't consider myself a, a, a crazy ambitious person mm. you know i i go with the flow i you know i see things i want to go at I'll, I'll stick at it but you know i look at people who are ambitious like like they mark it on the calendar they have you know what i mean they tr 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 hitting it every mm. day mm -hmm. you know and and sometimes you know i envy that I, w I wish i had a little bit of that in me but i do think it's important to understand that number one god wants us to be ambitious yeah i mean just we always go back to Genesis, but I think it's important to well, do that. You know, mm. be fruitful, yeah. multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it. It's very ambitious. Yeah. And I just um, think about, like, the Apostle Paul, like, in Romans. I Romans am 15. eager to preach the gospel. Where, to where it hadn't been named yet. Right. Yeah. And it's like, like, he was very, I mean, I, I feel like you can almost use the word passion for ambitious, right? Like, mm. they're kind of interchangeable a little bit. Um, but then it, like what Isha said, it comes back to like our motivation. Like, yeah. why are we doing this? And yeah. I think we can assume that the apostle Paul was not trying to do it to build his own name. No, right? And that's mm -hmm. what I think. I think that's how we can kind of, to answer your question more clearly, you know, in my ambition, am I participating with God? Mm. Mm -hmm. Like, am I participating with God? Or is this something that I can go after without God being, mm -hmm anywhere near this and i'm still successful and i'm still grinding you know mm -hmm. then i think that gives you your answer yeah i think it does get very tricky too um as we're evaluating like as we're um you know asking ourselves the questions like oh who am i doing this for it can be super easy to lie to ourselves too mm -hmm. like i think wow. it can be very easy for us to just say you know even to ourselves with nobody asking us you know like well i'm, I'm doing this for god or i'm you know like i'm wanting to serve people and help people 
with like an underlying completely different motive, but we're not self-aware enough to verbalize it. Or maybe we, we don't, we don't have the accountability to recognize the real mm -hmm. motive underneath, you know, what we're saying. Um, so that can be a tricky yeah, path to walk that's good. Uh, I'd love to get into this. Um, how do you think, cause you know, especially like considering the secular culture, one thing we always say with our young adults is like, you know, the, the percentage of people that come or that are part of our young adult ministry, like you're probably not going to be in vocational ministry. Right? And you don't need to be. Yeah. And you don't need to be, you're going to, you're going to be Christians in the work field. Right. And so, uh, kind of talking to that crew a little bit. Um, and I want to talk to the ministry crew as well, but, uh, sticking to that side, um, like we live in that dog eat dog type of world where you're just grinding to get to the top of the ladder, right? You're trying to do everything you can to better yourself as a person at the, whatever job you have. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're in sales, you want to be the best salesperson so you can make the most amount of money, all that good stuff to take care of yourself and take care of your family, all that, all that stuff. And so like, if you're like, how do you balance getting better at what we do? like bettering our craft, so to speak, uh, what, what we feel like, all right, this is my passion, this is what I want to do with my life, uh, without putting people down in the process. Like if you're trying to climb the ladder, yeah. uh, like I'll say this is, is really dumb, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> last weekend, uh, Summer went to San Antonio. She took Jaden. They were gone for like four or five days. So I was just at home bored. I was Chill. like, I didn't realize how <laughs> bored I was. <laughs> they were gone. And, and when I leave now, I realize like, yeah, Summer might be this bored too. Um, <laughs> when I was a kid, uh, I watch wrestling like religiously, like, you know, HBK, Shawn Michaels, like yeah, that was man. my dude. So I literally jumped on YouTube and started go like YouTubing old wrestling matches. And I would just like spend hours <laughs> doing that. Really dumb. Anyway, but like a ladder match, so you like, had fun. like, I mean, they, they put that belt on top and like you do everything you can to go oh, get that man. belt. Right. Uh, I remember me and my brother were like fighting that way. Hell too, in the cell. Uh, yeah. And so, so in that same, you know, mindset, like like you're literally trying to climb the ladder and you're knocking everyone down on the way up. And so how do you have like a, a an ambition towards being better at what we do uh, without knocking people down in the process? Yeah, that's a good question. And I, I mean, I just think, you know, you, 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 you don't ever have to push nobody down to elevate yourself. Mm. Wow. Um, that's not that's not God's way. And so, like I wow. said, if you if you're ambitious and it's and it's godly ambition, you're participating with God, which means you aren't going to go about attaining your goals in a way that that God does not permit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, so you know, you aren't going to like Philippians do nothing out of selfish right. ambition. And which is literally a command, like not a suggestion. right? No. Yeah. <laughs> like do nothing. And out of I'm just of this mind. Now, here's where, you know, I have never really had to strive for where I am and like I always believe what God and they taught my mom taught me this and they what God has for me is for me. Mm. Like God is not limited. So, you know, uh to quote uh, a line from Prince, I love Prince. Um, you know, God is not going to put my million dollar check in somebody else's box. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like God has enough. And so, when you look at Joseph, you know, everywhere where he went, he was always number 2. Wow. Mm -hmm. And he never went around the permissions of God to be elevated. Mm. You know, um, it's just not necessary to better yourself by pushing other people down. That's mm. good. Um, I think that's, you know, that that's not uh, godly. It, it reveals a lack of faith. Um, it also reveals a lack of 
confidence in who God made you. Yeah. Like the, like the only, I mean, if you think that the only way that I can get where I need to get is by diminishing or devaluing or disregarding mm-hmm. other people, then, you know, you, you have a low view of yourself and you have mm-hmm. a low view of your God. Oof. Yeah, that's good. that's good. Yeah, I would, I would say like more practically, like thinking of, you know, um, ways to not let that happen or maybe even signs that that might be happening um is to um like remember that other people want to learn also Mm. so if you are um you know you have knowledge to possess you have resources that you have you have experience in a certain area or whatever um other people are following along in some way shape or form um so if you're of course in an organization and you're somebody else is below you um allowing that person to have opportunities i think creates a humble heart because you're letting somebody else maybe make a mistake that you could do perfectly or you could do really well um but also if you're you're not willing to learn from other people but you think selfishly well i can still get to the top but if i just teach myself if i find other ways that i can get better um but other people are wanting to come alongside you and maybe coach you maybe correct you in certain ways even if that would it's kind of weird. Even if that would make you better and make you, you know, get to where you want to be, it's almost like a, a mental block. Like, well, I don't I don't want to let this person tell me how to do it because I think that I can do it myself mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, and that cr- requires a lot of humility. And everything we're talking about is is whether or not right. we're selfish. Yeah. And if we we think that we can do everything ourselves, if we think that no one else can do what we do, or we don't want to allow anybody else to kind of step into what we're planning, um, then we're putting, you know, we're putting a block on God, you know, mm, to shape good. us and grow us. Yeah. Uh, you know, one, one thing Pastor Chris says a lot here is uh, like, like work yourself like, out of a out job, of your, our position, like, yeah. like nobody here is going to be here forever. That's true. So what are we doing to build people up, which yeah. can be a scary thing. Cause like if I'm building up this person and take my job, then what am I going to do? Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, I look at it like kind of me and you, what yeah. we did. I've I done, and I've done young adults for 10 years wow. in our church and you, you know, like I love watching you fly. Come on, bro. You Thank know, you. like I enjoy that. Um, mm-hmm. I, I come from, you know, a background in church where the, dudes hold on to their life and it's really not nothing to pass on because you killed it while you were dying you know what i mean (laughs) and i i've never wanted to be that right you know but at the same time i think you know while i want you to fly this is what and i i believe somebody else is going to do my job Mm -hmm. but i don't believe there's anybody else to do what i do how god created me to do it Mm -hmm. That's good. Which which then speaks to your question. This is why I have to continue to better myself yeah. and participate with God in my own development. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think those two, we have to hold intention sometimes, mm-hmm. but I think that's necessary. Like, yeah, somebody else is going to do your job, but nobody's going to do it how God created you to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. So you continue to grow. You, you know, and I, you know, I do that sometimes. Like I'll read and, but then if I see a guy quote a guy, I'll put that book down and I'll go to the guy, that guy's quote. Cause I'm like, Mm -hmm. all right, well he learned from, you know, it's just a a little simple way that, that, you know, I've kind of tried to grow and develop myself, but I love what you said. We have to be humble. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a such thing as a holy, humble ambition. Jesus, Paul, Nehemiah, uh, you know, the apostles. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. I love it. 
And uh, one of the things I really enjoy what you said is like uh, this idea that you're actually kind of making yourselves better when, whenever you encourage other people as well. And you may yeah. not even realize that. Like, mm-hmm. like you know, the the kind of old adage of like you learn when you actually teach something mm-hmm. that it kind of helps you learn it. And so yeah. as you're growing, maybe you can grow yourself as a leader, as a person, as a worker by how you're also teaching what you're learning towards other people. 100%. And you're doing two things, right? You're helping them grow and then you're helping yourself also grow as well by understanding the content that you're kind of pouring into. Uh, I kind of want to go like to the opposite of this where of like, you know, we talked about how do we climb the ladder um, without like, like tearing people down. On the other side of it is, is like if we're like trying to pursue this godly ambition and now we're on the side of like, oh, I'm humble. Um, but we also don't want people to just step all over us. Sure. Right. Um, and so kind of like like now looking at that side of the coin, like that side of the balance of how can we practice godly ambition without feeling like we're just allowing people to then just step all over us. That's very good. And uh, man, oh, my gosh, the brother is he is. uh his name is slipping my mind, but he he has a mentoring um, ministry and he trains young black boys in, in uh, martial arts and also like uh, gives them life and mentoring. I think it's called the Cave of uh, Adullam. It, they did a 30 for 30 on it. It was great. If you find that 30 for 30, watch it because yeah. he's teaching them martial arts, but he's teaching them about life. But he was on a show and he made the distinction between being aggressive and being assertive. Mm. And I said, that is so helpful because I think that's that's one way not to prevent other people from walking over you uh, because people are grimy in the world. The world's going to do what the world wants to do. Right. That people are going to try to take mm. advantage of you. That just, I mean, they, they did it with Daniel. They, You know what I mean? They're going to yeah. try. But I do think we can be assertive. And I think, you know, if you if we are assertive in our excellence, number one, that every day we bring in mm-hmm. our best, that helps, mm-hmm. you know. But then also, you know, be assertive in the treatment that you expect from other people. Mm. Wow. And you do that by making sure you're consistent in giving it to other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, one of the things about me, you know, I, I try to carry myself the same way to everybody. I don't care if you're the janitor. I don't care if you, uh, you know, my boss. So I try to be consistent because that's the treatment that I expect in return. Mm, that's good. Mm-hmm. And then when it's not given in return, then we got to have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. In love. But. Well. Yeah. One of the things that um, Summer has reminded me, you know, just in, in ministry and doing life when people. Summer the season you know, or Summer Summer wife. your wife. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wise. <laughs> Summer talk. Summer time, the season, you know, was a great season. Um, no, she she reminds me, you know, like, and it's something that I've reminded myself, but um, just in having conversations about, you know, work or serving with volunteers, whatever it might be. Um, she says, you know, we can't we can't give other people an excuse to see something in us that that we're trying to, I guess, like build up in them. Like if we're if we're looking at somebody and, you know, we see their, you know, their fault or something that they're, you know, treating us in, in the wrong way, that's not Christ like um, we shouldn't we shouldn't, I guess, like stoop down to that level and show any reason that they would see the same thing in us. Mm. You know, if you know, despite any kind of emotion or feeling that we might feel. Um, and then I I brought up this question to Ben as before we got here. 
um, just to hear his thoughts. Here he is. Hubby. Um, <laughs> and as I asked him this question, like, oh, what do you think? Like, I think it just like popped in his mind. He, um, he thought of this verse, be as shrewd as serpents and on, innocent man, as doves when we face persecution. Like that's the, the context of it. Mm. You know, that we are to be alert. Mm -hmm. That's Matthew 10, 16. Um, you know, the Bible calls us to be alert, to be um, sober-minded, to have our eyes open, you know, to be wise about um, who it is that we're learning from and whose words we let really seep in and take root in our lives. Um, but we are also to be, you know, innocent as doves. Um, and I think that that, you know, goes back into being humble, mm. you know, despite what what we may think is the right way to do something or the right way that we, you know, know that God calls us to behave, to act, to treat other people. Um, we should always first look to our relationship with God. Like if we are at peace with God, we need to also be at peace with other people. Um, and that just kind of, it helped me to see it in a different perspective. Um, you know, if we are to be ambitious and achieve what we want to achieve, um, to have that heart going into it of like, you know, we, we have to be assertive, like you're saying, um, be true to what we say, be consistent, let your yes mean yes, let your no mean no. Right. Um, but also don't give anyone an excuse to say that you're acting you mm -hmm. know, the same way that they are. Well, uh, man, this is all really great. Uh, cause, cause I think it's just huge for us to understand, like, like God is going to give us like a platform a, a influence that we have to steward whether you're influencing one person or 5.2 yeah your life right? is a platform yeah, already 100 mm -hmm. and and you know not looking at the metrics whatever like you're at minimum influencing someone in in your inner circle or you know as you kind of go out uh so i think all this is extremely important of how we pursue humility in all that uh and one thing i just want to clarify and say is like as you're you know because one of the goals of like young adults is like you know i got to be a millionaire by 25 right or mm -hmm. 23 whatever the status um like it's cool like per, remember per, me pursue that yeah <laughs> like don't forget about don't us forget about the little <laughs> um, people in the paper and like it's, it's not bad like to 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 want to have you know financial success like there's plenty of people in scripture who have mm -hmm. like, extreme financial success right um and but you also see like when they have a genuine encounter with god like how they then steward those finances mm -hmm. is so different yeah like, I love the story of Lydia. Like she's a seller of purple goods. And then she has this encounter with Paul and Paul tells her about Jesus. She gets saved. And now she's like, come stay at my house. Like yeah. come use my resources. Yeah. And so like, like as a successful financial person, uh, one, like how you get there matters. Uh, but two, like what you do when you're there is also important yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and who, and who you are becoming on your way there. Right. It's yeah. very important. I believe that. And so I want to, uh, kind of close off with some, uh, just some practical steps. Like, like if we're then uh, desiring to pursue godly ambition, uh, whether we've already kind of made it to where we are, maybe someone's tuning in and, and you're an influencer, like you have a, a big you know platform that you're trying to understand how to steward or so to speak. Um, how do what practices can we put in place to make sure that we're not uh, pursuing a selfish ambition um, or we're not you know following that right now uh, or maybe in the future, depending mm. on the influence that God does give to us on yeah. whatever we do in this life. So what practices can we start putting in place now? That's a very great question. I think when you read the scriptures, one of the things you'll find about some of the godliest uh, and most ambitious people is this. 
they were connected and they saw their lives connected as part of God's greater story. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, you know, it wasn't just this individualistic, you know, pursuit. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, they knew that their ambition was chained to calling. Right. And I think that's important. Um, and then they were they were a part of the people of God. They were connected to That's the good. people of God. And, and and when I say connected to the people of God, I don't mean connected to the people of God just in good times. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they were connected to the people of God in famine and you know, cra- you know. Mm-hmm. And so, I think that's very important: calling and community. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if if you can answer those two questions or or have some greater clarity about, you know, God's calling on your life and, and the community that God is calling you to, I think your ambition is going to be refined. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that good. makes sense. Yeah. Um, I would say, serve, like, focus on serving God rather than what you're going to get or what you're yeah. going to do. And a huge example that just came to mind of of that definition of just serving God, whether or not he wants to give me something, you know, whether or not he has something out of mm-hmm. serving um, is Ben and the way that he ben. got to where <laughs> That's a new segment, he is today. Um, no, but all ever since I met him, like in all through our dating relationship, um, I watched him serve quietly. I watched him serve where no one saw him serve. Mm-hmm. I watched him um, stay late when he wasn't supposed to. And mm-hmm. there was this one time, it was after the Easter service at the, where was it? The Burdock Dinner. Don't tell it all now. And um, <laughs> I was, you know, waiting for him to to finish up helping out, you know. And I'm like, man, we're late. We're late for Easter lunch, you know, whatever. And And it just was this, like, revealing, you know, hey, God told me, hey, you come down like wow he's serving you know and and uh, and he's doing what i can't do like i'm not gonna go in and i don't know what i'm doing but he knows and he's serving he he doesn't need to be there but he's serving Mm -hmm. um and just i've seen him serve with the mentality in the heart because i get to see the behind the scenes of him spending time with the lord um with the mentality and heart and prayer that um you know, I'm just going to do what I what I've been gifted to do, yeah. whether or not God right. has something in store for me. And God rewards our faithfulness. That's good. And um, he inspires me to have a humble heart to mm. not focus on what I'm going to do and what I'm going to get. But just serving God. Wow. I do. That's good. Ben's for sure. And our sound right now just you know, crying <laughs> as he's learning how to operate the audio version. Of I the love Ben. Podcast um no it's, it's so so good uh the the that servant the humility uh you know right after in philippians chapter 2 where it says like don't pursue selfish ambition uh paul says in in uh, chapter 2 verse 5 uh, adopt the attitude of jesus um and i just simply think this yeah. the way to adopt the attitude of jesus is to adopt the lifestyle of jesus and so we do the things that jesus did going back to spiritual disciplines and growing in that way let me ask you this danny how do you navigate it because you strike me as a very ambitious person but mm-hmm. not selfishly ambitious you you are 
a so, social media influencer. Reading a hundred books a day. In my eye, you are. I mean, you know, I'm I'm yeah. the old dude now. And I, like I don't know how to work it. Like you're yeah. an influencer in my eye. Like how do you navigate? Uh, it, yeah, I, I was going to share this. Uh, it, it's kind of weird. So uh, th- going back to like work your way out of a job. Um, like I really enjoy uh, helping people like figure out what they want to do. Like you know, like the BT has tasked me of leading the interns, and mm-hmm. so I love that. Like just helping them figure out what their calling is. Um, and then I make the running joke that uh, Megan's going to be our young adult pastor one day because <laughs> she's killing it, right? Mm. Uh, but then I think, like, what am I going to do? Uh, and so, so part <laughs> of, like, just internally and just speaking transparently, like, I feel like my ministry has always kind of been, like, build something and then give it away. Um, and and it's kind of hard because then I, I have the question of, like, well, what's next, right? Mm. Um, and I love what you said, like, like that you're, you love kind of building people up and then watch them grow. Um, and... It's like, all right, we've done some really cool stuff with young adults, but I do feel like I don't know if I'm going to be the person to then take them to the next level. Like, and what is that next level, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so then I'm, I feel like I'm constantly at the state of like, I don't want to build this based on myself. I want to be a part of this, but also want to hand it off. And it's just this weird, strange yeah. thing. Um, and, and so I, I think one thing that I've really tried to do is uh, is practice accountability, which is something that we talked about. Um, like just another piece for me in my personal life right now is the past year or so, and then moving on to next year in 2024, uh, I've gotten the most speaking requests I've ever gotten. Right. Um, and I, you know, I don't know really why I don't, I don't like promoting myself. Like, yeah. you know, I don't have like a website for myself. To right. speak. It just kind of happens. And so before I was like, yeah, I'm in, let's do it. But now you have to consider like, okay, like if I'm saying yes to this, I'm saying no to Summer, no to Jaden, right? No to the church. Yeah. Um, and so what I started doing was I got Pastor Chris involved. Like, hey, like I need your yes for this event. Wow. Um, and so uh, then what Pastor Chris challenged me with is like, you need to tell me uh, to tell him how many days a year are you comfortable being gone? You and Summer, like wow. how many nights are you comfortable being gone? So we came up with that number. So now anybody that that provides a speaking request for me to go to their event, Summer has to say yes, Pastor Chris has to say yes, and then finally I give the okay. Wow. Because um, to me, like in my selfish ambition, I want to say yes mm-hmm. to all of them. Sure, right? sure. Like, like send me wherever, let's do this. Um, and Pastor Chris even asked me, like, do you want to be a traveling speaker? And I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> some people are called to that, but it's like, yeah. I don't know, like that yeah. doesn't sound super sustainable. <laughs> and see <laughs> so, those two things right, right there. I'm, man, thank you for sharing that. Oh, that yeah. mm-hmm. Your calling and your community. Right. 100%. Is is yeah. it's helping to harness yeah. your ambition so that you're going to be released to do what what mm-hmm. God wants you to do even more effectively. I, right. I man that's awesome. Yeah, that's your ambition affects other people. Well. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 100%. Yes it yeah. does. Um and and I love uh the, this was at, a, at one of the the Q conferences uh, Pastor Rich Field has talked about uh, kind of like tearing down the idea of like celebrity Christianity. Oh yeah, uh, and man, I love what he said dude, about when he became pastor. I know he lost his parking spot. <laughs> <laughs> so good, uh, and he's amazing. But one of the things that he said that always stood out to me is like, are you? Uh, and this is huge for godly ambition versus selfish ambition. Is are you in close proximity with people who are going to give like no value to you? Mm-hmm. Because part of how we build relationships is is what are you going to do for me, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm going to surround myself with people that are going to help me grow as a person, help me grow as a leader, uh, but also who like who I'm going to like gain something from them or use them to get to where I mm-hmm. want to go. Yeah. Um, and he's like, "Are you in close proximity?" And I know it's true for him because he lives in Queens, New York, and and you're in close proximity with a lot of people. Yeah. Who are like like they don't even care what you ministerially. Do. <laughs> they don't care that you're a pastor. Right? Like 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 what does that mean to them? Nothing. Yeah. Um. And so so are you in close proximity to that? And so. 
Um, so that's a, a huge reality, like in godly ambition versus selfish ambition, especially if you're like trying to pursue ministry, are you surrounding yourself with some people that you're not, not going to gain anything from? You're just mm-hmm. there to love them for who they are. Uh, but also I just think, I mean, there's so many biblical references to this one. The one I love is John the Baptist. Yeah. Uh, that dude came and he said, I am here to prepare the way of the wilderness. You know, there's someone coming mm-hmm. who I'm, I'm not even worthy to tie his I shoes. I can't even right? tie his shoes. And so he understood that his ministry was preparation ministry, not platform ministry. Mm. And I think in our current ministry Woo! context, we flipped that, that we pursue platform ministry. Ain't that the little Wayne mean when he was like, <laughs> That's right. Because <laughs> it's just like, that's what we do. Like, we want to build our own name, our yeah, own platform. Man. And John's like, there's Jesus. Like, y'all yeah. go get him. Like, yeah. that's yeah. like you're following me right now, but, but he's here. Mm. Behold, yeah. the Lamb of God, right? Yes. Go follow Jesus. And then secondly, this is, uh, we just talked about this with the interns yesterday, actually. Um, it's just like what, what Paul does at the end of his ministry. Like I fought the good fight. I finished the race. I have kept the faith. Mm-hmm. And so Timothy, let me just share everything I got with you now. Yeah. Right. And so Paul knew like if, if everything that he's kind of built up, um, if it's going to continue on, like he's got to share it with somebody mm-hmm. else is what you said. Like, like, yeah. like sharing that wisdom with other people. And he did that not just at the end, but along the way too, yeah. uh, of constantly pouring into people through mm-hmm. letters and those sort of things. Don't gatekeep oh, yeah, what you've gosh. learned. That's yeah, good. Share, share what you got. Like That's if, good. if you have ideas, if if you if God is showing you some stuff, like how can you share that with other people yep. and get them involved in the process as yep. well? And I've um, shared this on the that. pod before, but one of the things that has helped me, uh, just reading the scripture, um, is this distinction. God makes stars, hmm. men make celebrities. Yeah. Like God makes stars. Not every star shines as bright mm-hmm. as other stars. But you're still a star because mm-hmm. you're God made. Stars have lifespans, right? Um, and and you know stars are going to do what they're supposed to do because mm-hmm. God made them. Mm-hmm. Like it's, we can name some of those Christian influencers that we talked about today. They are, they are. I believe many of them God made stars. Right. Not. I'm not talking about celebrity. We gotta, you know, because right. distinctive. Yeah, because in the scriptures, God had stars. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, out of all of the people that followed Jesus, there were there were twelve called apostles, mm-hmm. and clearly their ministry, um, the global impact of Christianity is radically shaped by the work. Of course, the work of the Spirit through their lives. They are stars, right? But we read an account in Acts when they go and enter a town, and the men wanted to worship them, treat them like celebrities, right. yeah. mm-hmm. and they had to say, "Yeah, no, yeah, we put our pants on just like you." <laughs> Or our robe on just like you. Don't do that. These are just ordinary right. men, uneducated. Exactly. Yeah. And so let God. Yeah, to, to the culture, yeah. they weren't seen as stars, but to the ones that they were impacting, then they saw them mm. as stars. I love yeah. that. That's yeah. Crazy. So let God make you a star. Don't, don't, don't. Do it yourself. Let your ambition mm. want you to be a celebrity because yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's Oof. not good. That's good. Man. <laughs> I hope that helped you. If, if it doesn't help anybody else, like I'm this grateful. Me. For this. I'm gonna go quit. I think it helped us three. Right? <laughs> this helped like, me. Like to me, it's helped me. And so hopefully, it helps somebody else who's tuning in. But if it does help you and bless you, uh, share it with somebody else. That way, you can bless them as well. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of Paper Room. Godly ambition, thirty-three ambition. Uh, Tim Riggins, just joking. Uh, love you guys so much. We'll see you all next time on the Paper Room. Peace.